mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. Just woke up to uh, read some of the comments on the previous Abroad in Japan video, and somebody pointed out, well, a few Ooh. people pointed out, that uh, I spoke about my shiny glasses uh, twice in a row uh, on the podcast, and I'd like to apologise for saying that twice so. in a row on the podcast because now I've done it three times in a row on a podcast uh, so apologies for that but I'm feeling good Chris even though um, last night I received I think uh, my worst review uh, I think <laughs> I've ever had as a, as a, as a creator of sorts um, uh, it was oh, from no. my dog uh, my dog yeah. came over to me uh, I was I was sort of lying on the bed sort of dozing off uh, and my little one year old border terrier Sammy Amiobi the dog um, sort of you know, pootled over to me um, <laughs> and put his head into me and went, <sighs> I think I'm starting to smell like meat. <laughs> I think I'm starting to smell like rotten beef or something because my dog just went, yeah, that's the good stuff. And like dogs like sniffing stuff like dog shit, don't they? <laughs> oh my god what an indictment terrible what an indictment I know it's weird. it's weird I mean I never really thought much about animals until I got two cats and now I just sort of Ooh. sit and watch them and study them and what they're, up they're to. a lot smarter than they let on they definitely are you know? <laughs> they're planning something there's, the, there's something going on there like uh, <laughs> the cat Maro Maro's older he's like uh, eight or nine and he's mm. very perceptive he just sits on the beanbag all day staring I'm watching the Staring world go at you. by. Good, Chris. Why do yeah. you not make more videos for the people? Why do you do <laughs> this? Why are you sitting on a beanbag playing Ghost of Tsushima all day? <laughs> it's true. I have been because I've been sick all week. I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, uh, and I completed it. It was a bit depressing, really. I was like, oh mm. no, this is the most fun. I've I've rediscovered why games are fun, which is mm. very, which is both exciting and worrying. Because I was chronically addicted to Ghost of Tsushima, like I just could. Every time I had to go and do something work-related, I'd be like, "Ah, just another, just another hour. I'll liberate just one another, more base. Just another ghost. Some Mongolians. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, you know, I forgot how good video games are, and it's changed mm. my thinking a lot. And uh, yeah, no, I've just been just been ill. <clears throat> so if I cough in this episode, guys, that is why. I don't know what it was. Last- Probably COVID. Everyone's been sick here at the moment. It's just. 
Well, February's the shit, isn't it? I said to you before we started today's episode that February is probably my least favourite month. Nothing good has ever happened in February. Well, my mum was born in February. That's quite good because that led to me being here. But other than that, and Valentine's Day, which is a shit day. <laughs> uh, I, other than that, February's rubbish. I've never done what anything. What have the Romans given us? Exactly. <laughs> I would say that um, <laughs> when when is when is your mum's birthday? By the way, April, April, April. Uh, what? Your mum was born in February, but her birthday's in April. That's confusing. Oh shit! Sorry, I thought you said when's my birthday? My birthday's April. <laughs> her birthday's February sixteenth. Yeah. Well, she, she many happy visits. returns to Mrs. Broad. To be quite frank, or Miss Broad, however we want it, to be referred to. <laughs> it's awkward because every year I send her a birthday card. I think around February tenth. And then it right. takes a week to arrive, and it just yeah. doesn't. And so for three or four it's not days, awkward. I get it's just messages. Just bad planning, Chris. Just bad. It is bad, bad planning. planning Chris. It is bad. Do it I haven't learned my lesson in eleven years. But she's always like, "Oh, we haven't got a card yet," and I just get that for like four days, and I'm like, "Just wait a little bit longer." I didn't forget. Wait a little bit longer. <laughs> You're a disgrace, Chris. I'm going to remind you at the start of February next year. If indeed both of us haven't slipped off this mortal coil uh, for COVID-related reasons <laughs> and, and general, uh, you know, maybe maybe my glasses will dazzle me and I'll fall down a hole. Oh, um, I will remind you to send your mother a blowing birthday card for crying out loud. Good, good man. And it's my dad's birthday next month. And it's kind of awkward because I think my mum's born February 16th. My dad's born March 15th. And I right. always, they're one month apart, one day apart, and it always screws with my head. It's taken me like right. 30 years to remember their birthdays as a result. It's just annoying. It's like Why couldn't their birthdays be different fucking days? Like one day after another, one month after another. It's, it's one just thing so after annoying. another, says Chris Broad, who has to remember two dates in one year. It's, it's one awful. thing after another. Uh, well, Chris, <laughs> I hope, I, I'm glad that you're kind of back on top or, or back certainly in a position where you can play um, Ghost of Tsushima for about 10 hours on a beanbag. Um, <laughs> because uh, we were a bit worried about you, because I think last time we did record a show, you had a, a, a weeping uh, um, injury out of your eye um, <laughs> because you'd, you'd uh, become allergic to something. Um, and, and then you immediately got COVID. And we were going to record on Tuesday, weren't we? And, uh, and, and, and you had to cancel because you worked very well. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see you are back on top doing your thing. With a slightly I'm rotated good. camera angle. Is it rotated? I, 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 last recording, I wanted to be more intimate with the camera. I wanted to be intimate with Steady. the broad. And I'm trying to get right. closer here. You wanted to get intimate <laughs> with a broad? <laughs> it's what my new series. film is this? <laughs> Rebrand the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I've been trying to play around with the angle a bit. I like this. I like this. Walled in. Mm. We haven't seen this wall, if you're watching on YouTube, you haven't seen this wall in a while with all the pipes. I love this no. wall. Bring it back. Bring back the wall been two years uh we got a story this week from ash from new zealand if i cough during this and die uh, it'll happen dear chris and pete i've been living in the smallest city in chiswalker prefecture for nearly two years now working at an ikaiwa english language school uh, about one month ago i was leaving work in the evening to walk home as a woman i've never felt fully comfortable alone at night but always felt relatively safe in japan compared to back home i hadn't made it far when a group of men emerged from a side street with lanterns banging two pieces of wood together and chanting my god in that moment my fight or flight response failed me and I stood rooted to the spot, certain I had stumbled upon some kind of cult or strange ritual. However, the group ignored me as they continued down a driveway, and I hurried home somewhat quicker than usual. When I asked my boss about it, 
The next day, he laughed and explained that a group of locals go around in the winter checking for potential fire hazards around town uh, since it gets so dry. I'd obviously bumped into them during their vital checks. A nice bit of community cooperation, though I still don't understand why they have to do so in such an ominous way. Uh, I wonder if you've ever come across anything similar uh, what are some anticlimactic incidents you've had in Japan? Love the podcast, guys. Ash from New Zealand. <laughs> that's a weird one. I've uh, I've never seen that. No, that's pretty cool. I, it makes sense to uh, go around and, and check for dryness, especially in towns made primarily of wood. Like the town of Sakata mm. I used to live in, burnt down in the 70s. Somebody like dropped a match or something in a fucking cinema. And the whole town went mm. up in flames and ruined the right. whole town. So, yeah, it's probably a good idea to check. But how, how, what's what the does that even mean? Of the pieces of wood. Yeah, well, what is it, why are they walking around <clears> with pieces <throat> of wood clanking, scaring the dryness off? Does that automatically bring the rain? I don't, I don't know how that works, really. Surely they should be going around with a big hose or a bucket of water. Yeah, I don't, don't know. It sounds more symbolic than actually practical, mm. doesn't it? I've got one of those <laughs> things back in the, uh, in the 1950s room back there. And it's mm. like two blocks of wood and you bang it together and it's kind of like an old-fashioned Japanese warning or alarm <laughs> using wood, loud mm. wood. But like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never heard of this before. That's pretty yeah. cool. No, and and do they have like sort of like, um, I've got a moisture detector at home and I'm not sure it works all that well, but um, it's like two prongs uh, and it basically just fires out an electrical um, pulse, I think, and uh, tests the resistance between, obviously, if it's... Um, oh, cool. Water, it'll be less resistance if there is if it's just normal cement or plaster, uh, no resistance at all, almost. Um, and uh, yeah, I, and 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 are they using one of those probes or are they just touching the dryness and going, <laughs> "Ooh, that's dry. Better get this building wet." <laughs> yeah, didn't really. Uh, Ash didn't really elaborate on this magical hmm. tool. I saw him going around with a stick of wood, just banging things. Yeah. Like, it's dry, isn't it? Yeah, it's dry. Fire, fire yeah. resistant. I don't know. I can only speculate as to this magical tool. Um, clearly, it works. Yeah, um, indeed. Anticlimactic instance I've had in Japan. Just hanging out with Ryotaro, to be honest. Fucking anticlimactic. Uh, dry, know, very dry. He's got a very dry sense of humour. You got, you got to watch out with Ryotaro. Like to clack in with some wood. <laughs> that sounds very <laughs> sketchy. My God. Um, yeah, don't know. I can't think of a single time I've seen anything like that. I'm sorry, Ash. You live in a very <laughs> unique place. The people of Shizuoka <laughs> don't play by the rules. I've really, I really want to go down Shizuoka. It's like one of those sort of areas I've neglected over the years. Um, mm. Like I've been to Mount Fuji and whatnot and Izu, but it's a really kind of mysterious place and nobody ever goes there. So we'd love to check it out. Uh, what's going on in the news this week, though, Mr. Dawson? Fill us in. What's going on in Japan? Somebody's died in it. Somebody has died. Uh, it's uh, Hirotaki Yano, the billionaire founder of Japanese discount retailer Daiso, a mainstay of the Abroad Japan universe and videos. Uh, every time uh, Chris is tasked with um, getting together, uh, 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 like spending $5 somewhere, he usually heads <laughs> on over to uh, Daiso, doesn't he? In a statement release on Monday, the firm said he passed away on the 12th of February and a private funeral had already been held by close family members. Daiso is a 100 yen 
around about 53 pence or 67 dollars star. Sorry, 67 cent star. Uh, similar to pound shops, Mr. Yano opened his first discount retailer in 1972 and was seen as a pioneer of the dollar shop business model. Obviously, uh, post-war, uh, the, the the money was just flowing into uh, Japan. I imagine it was a pretty good time to set up a business. Um, but would you be able to start a pound shop mm. empire in 2024, one would suggest probably not, or maybe <laughs> be very successful because the cost of living is really, really high. I don't know. What I know is like we owe we owe Mr. Yano and Daiso a great debt for mm. being the the place we do all our challenges on Journey Across Japan at every single yeah. episode. I love a bit of Daiso. I do. It's, it is the store where you can buy literally anything. Like, and I think it really puts the pound store like the what's it called? Pound shop? Poundland? I'm the mm. I I forgot it. Poundland, pound stretcher. In in Rubbish. Britain, it's always one of those shops that has a cardboard policeman in the doorway, <laughs> and I always think, and I know like they apparently um, uh, they, they apparently keep the amount of crime down because if if a, a shoplifter is going to walk in past a picture of a cardboard policeman, they'll go, oh, you know, the the the, <laughs> the peril for me doing this, stealing a a, um, a packet of milk. <laughs> it's going to be really, really high. Um, and, uh, yeah, apparently it works. But I always think it just looks a bit low rent, and I don't know why people do it. I mean, I they, they do that in Japan at the side of the road. Like, I was driving down the road the other right. day, and there's, like, a... It, they do a good job. It's like a cardboard-looking police car, but it's got two flashing right. lights on the on the top of it. So it looks, right. in the you know, from the right angle, it looks like an actual police car. Because <laughs> you think nobody would stick two flashing lights to <laughs> an immovable piece of cardboard. Surely not. <laughs> But they do, yeah, and it works, and it does put, put put the fear of God into you while you're driving around <laughs> Kishi. Um, yeah, it works. It seriously yeah, works. Good stuff. Well, yeah, I, it's, this is yeah. I, I did. I've never heard of um, Yano San. Like I've never heard of him. You hear of like uh, Tadashi Yanai, the billionaire mm. owner of Uniqlo, or you hear of uh, Masayoshi Son, SoftBank. Um, but I've never actually heard of uh, Hirotaki Yano, even mm. though he's done the most amazing thing. And he was a billionaire. He's he his head down. $1.9 billion. He, he, he mm. kept his head down. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to sit down and meet a Japanese billionaire. I did. Uh, I knew somebody who worked at SoftBank, and I was like, get mm. an interview with uh, Masayoshi Son, the founder of SoftBank. And he did try and do it. But Masayoshi Son was like, no. <laughs> He's busy. He's bloody busy for crying He's out. a busy yeah. man losing his money. And gaining, <laughs> gaining his money. Like, he lost, I think, more money than anyone in history. The dot-com era. SoftBank blew up, and then, hmm. the you know, the bubble burst. I think he lost, like, $50 billion or something, a joke amount of money. And then right. he gradually earned they... it back, and they lost it on WeWork. And then he, he keeps losing oh, his money. he put all the money in WeWork, right, okay. You'd think that, yeah. the, like, WeWork would be back. But it's, it's that guy with the f- no shoes on. Um I would say Adam that uh, this this BBC piece is quite interesting because uh, it actually explains what Daiso actually means. Uh, it translates oh. to create something big uh, <laughs> by spending very small. <laughs> create something big. That's interesting. Yeah. I uh, I only learned yesterday that AP, you know, Upper Hotels, like Japan's, mm. I think, second biggest hotel chain. Always uh, pounding ass. Oh, it's close. It's close. <laughs> it, oh, fuck. What does it mean? It's like always... Pleasant amenities. That's it. Always, Always pleasant, pleasant amenities. How mundane they, they talk is that? about that racist book, aren't they? <laughs> I, yeah, I was scripting a whole uh, segment in a video about upper hotels, and then I remembered. Mm. Oh wait, they're like the most racist 
fucking hotel like all the materials in the room and yeah. i i haven't i think they got rid of them i think they got rid of the racist book but i, I don't know I, can't books are there. I was i was there in <clears throat> I, we were there in one in like uh august time and still had them a oh, little bit of why hawaii yeah hawaii was a false flag attack pearl harbor was yeah. a false flag attack. oh so good yeah. it's such a good book the greatest work of fiction gotta go back and find that book um but yeah, there's <laughs> the, there's still um, a lot of like you know, big Japanese industrialists. Upper Hotels is is owned by one man and his wife, whose name right. I can't recall. But when you go to Upper Hotels, you see <laughs> they've got Shachor Curry, President Curry, and the the woman who like runs it. They've got her face all over it. It's brilliant. I love it. Startling looking woman. Loves a hat. <laughs> she loves a good hat. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sad sad news there. Sad to hear about Daiso, but lo- long will he be remembered. Even though I didn't know he was until 15 minutes ago. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment, guys. Your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? Fill us in. Got a message from Kira. Hello, Kira. Um, hello, Cupid Chris and Plastic Love Pete. I hope to hit up uh, Takadanobaba when I'm in uh, Japan one day, whether it's by <laughs> myself or with family or friends. This time, I'd like to discuss Japan's music of the 80s. Uh, Chris, you um, once mentioned your favourite city pop artist, Tatsuri Yamashita. Uh, and ever since, I've been so curious, who is your second favourite? Uh, and since Chris only just read this email about five seconds before we started the record. Uh, Chris is, I can hear Chris tapping away to remind himself no. uh, about the other uh, artists that he very much enjoys. So if you can hear the typing, that that's basically why. Uh, but it, um, 
on a more serious note, what are your top three city pop songs? And Pete, do you fancy yourself some city pop? I eagerly look forward to what you guys have to say on this subject. Uh, thank you too for pumping out such a wonderful podcast. I would say that um, the old... Um, Oh, what's it? Uh, Plastic Love. Uh, I can't remember who did that one, but that's the f- most famous city Maria pop song, Takuchi. isn't it? Mm. There we go. There that's William Ash's wife. Uh, is it? Oh, it? They're, they're, a, they're a one family city pop um, <laughs> endeavour, aren't they? They'll be billionaires soon. Um, they. It's quite interesting because um, somebody uh, sang the lyrics in English uh, to uh, Plastic Love and it, mm. um, it's not quite as impressive. <laughs> it just sounds a bit lame. <laughs> I mean, like they, like yeah. when you're listening in Japanese, you're like, "Oh, that's nice." Don't know what they're saying, and then when they translate to English, you're like, they're "Quite vapid lyrics, really." <laughs> what are the lyrics in English? I'm just, I mean, I yeah, I'm, I don't know what the lyrics would be. There's a woman on YouTube who sings it rather beautifully. Plastic love, English. I can't remember the lyrics. It's about having a kiss. Just about having a lovely kiss. I thought, yeah, I thought it was some. I don't even know what plastic love is. It's something about the mm. disposability of love or the, the cuteness of it. I don't know. I used to love mm. that song. I actually sort of stopped listening to City Pop about a year ago. I, you know, I still play it, but like it's sort of everywhere. Uh, it's on like in every Instagram Outside reel, every pattern, TikTok. Mm. And they, it's, every Instagram reel uses the same three songs from mm. the world of City Pop. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm just so... I. Once, once something becomes popular, I sort of run away from it. I don't want to associate with it. I don't know why that is. Maybe I mm. want to pretend I'm special, but I'm not. <laughs> but like, when, when you hear like all your favourite songs just being stuffed in shitty Instagram reels and TikToks to people dancing around the street, it does make you think, oh, fuck that. I've just been ruined now. I'll go and listen to something else. I'm going to find something new, baby. But it is good. I, you know, I, my fa- fa- second favourite artist is probably... Uh, I can I I got up on screen because I can never I always bungle the name. It's Toshiki Kadomatsu. Uh, mm. He's really cool. He was one of the mm. big ones up there with uh, Tatsuya Mashita. But um, me, um, yeah, kind of got off it. Really. Let me let me grab the grab grab a CD. I've got a CD on a wall. Oh um, no, I got a CD on a wall. But yeah, I uh, Toshiki Kadomatsu. He's a classic. He's a classic. City pop. <laughs> Here he oh, comes. Just at least pop. I've got a. Um, I bought like a little mini CD from uh, a crappy uh, record store in uh, oh, cool. Japan. Um, mm. This fella, uh, Takeshi Kusao. Kusao. Any any interest? He's got a song. Uh, this 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 four songs. It's like a mini CD. Um, mm. I used to bloody love those when I was little. Uh, tiny tiny little CDs. You get a little card. Uh, there he is wearing a funky jumper as well. Uh, those of you watching on the YouTube. Uh, but he's got a song called "I Love You," Snowblind, ordinary but happy days, <laughs> and then the fourth track. For my better half. So there we go. I might, I might Wait, stick that, that on. Find out what the hell. Awesome. Um, I, I did. Oh, it was five hundred yen from um, a record store, and I thought, you know, that's that's quite an adorable little package. I'm not going to open it. I'm going to keep it primo. <laughs> Gosh darn it! That's awesome. It's one of those things. Mm. Is I've I've got like a few uh, LPs laying around. Like I've got a a Metal Gear Solid LP. Definitely, that <laughs> but that's Brilliant. over there. And I've got like a I've got the Shenmue soundtrack from back in the day. That was uh, on on vinyl, really Shenmue. heavy vinyl. Lovely, lovely stuff. We got one here from uh, Cam, who says, Cam. "Hello, Chris Pete. After listening to the pod for many, many moons, I finally booked my flights to come visit Japan for next month, opting for a cheaper ticket with very limited baggage allowance. I was hoping to pick up some trinkets and memorabilia while visiting, and was thinking about how simple it might be for me to post them back home." 
I am a full-blown ignorant British boy with no Japanese understanding outside of hello, please, thank you. How to order a beer? Will using a post office be a breeze or will it be a lengthy bureaucratic nightmare? Thanks for the podcast. I travel in my car for work and look forward to listening to you guys every week. Many thanks, Cam. Uh, I I think it'll be all right, Cam. Actually, people at the post office, there's usually someone who speaks English uh, because they do get a lot of like packages and stuff that are destined for outside Japan. So Mm. I think you'll be all right. Just turn up. Point at the address and go. This one, yeah, this one, please. On a there's go. Always, there's always one at the um, at the airport as well. If you want to just wait till the airport, mm. and just mm. uh, and there's always a service that uh, will get your stuff back for you. A really reasonable price as well. I've had a limited experience <clears> with that, and uh, yeah, great. Did stuff. you do it when you came here with no bags? Because Pete came here with no bags. <laughs> no, I didn't time. because I lived the no bag life. Hashtag no bag life. Um, I think I should start being, you know, like those people who have like little houses or go off grid and um, sort of camp out in camp vans and stuff um, and just sell their houses and stuff like that. And like, I, I might just do that, but I'll be the no, the, the, the one bag man. <laughs> one bag man. Nomad to no bag. I like that. <laughs> Good little yeah, philosophy. Exactly. Lovely start. We've got one last uh, question from Joshua from Utah. He says, hello, Chris and Pete. Part of my religion requires that I don't consume alcohol, coffee, black tea, tobacco, or any form of recreational drugs. Uh, I'm Come guessing... on, Joshua, get involved, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Joshua's from Utah. I'm guessing, uh, yeah, I think we know which religion that is. I'm planning on visiting Japan really? upon completion of my master's degree, and I'm considering if it will be worth visiting Izakaya's for food and tea houses I know you've recommended meeting people at bars in Japan, but considering I don't drink, do you have any recommendations for meeting locals? Are there any other drinks? What This is a question we get so often. I must mm. say, guys, do not worry. Do not fear. If you don't drink alcohol, do coffee or tea, have an oolong. they will judge you. I can't, yeah, you can't have oolong. Can you have oolong? You uh, well, I guess it, caffeine's tea, not it? really something. Yeah, uh, black tea. Is, is it a black tea? Yeah, oolong is a black tea, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, um, I you know... Ooh, milk. There's there's such an irrational fear, I think, of, like, uh, you know, being rude and not drinking mm. what you're, you're being given in Japan. Don't worry about it, honestly. Don't don't ever worry about it. Um, no. Go into a bar, order the whatever you can drink. What That must be tough, though. I've never thought about this. This, this must be like, hard. I mean... Well, I Not mean, it's, it, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like caffeine in the. Bl- <clears throat> is is caffeine out, or is it just black cake, black tea, black? Well, black tea, coffee. That Caffeine's sounds like caffeine. It's a stimulant, isn't it? So, um, I guess uh, I wonder what the rules are on passive smoking with like religions that don't allow that. I mean, I guess you just kind of go, well, I did, I did my best. I didn't <laughs> sit near someone. You know what I mean? Like it must be, it must be quite difficult if you're trying to keep, you know, uh, keep keep to to the, to the rules. I suppose. Mm. Uh, so, well, I mean, there's uh, a lot of um, mm. there's a lot of Mormons in Japan. I always bump in. Like I'll be out in like an obscure car park in North Japan, and then I'll just run into like two Mormons, and it's just mm. always like, wow. <laughs> they often don't speak Japanese, and they're you know off off travelling around and. Fair play to them. They they end up in the most rural places and have to get by. And they're always the nicest folks. Mm. And, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. You'll be, you'll be right. Just go in any bar, fine. go in anywhere you want, and just don't worry about it. I, I, I think worry. ordering a water... I think ordering a water in a bar is actually the coolest thing you can do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being sarcastic. I genuinely, like, just get a glass of water and, and you just sit there and, like, what's that guy up to? <laughs> that guy needs to keep his wits about him. That guy... <laughs> might have completed the world. That guy's Get opening a, a 100 yen shop to compete Daiso. 
and he needs to be on the level all the time. <laughs> yeah, just get some food, get some water. Actually, that would probably go down quite badly. Don't get water because you've got to spend some money in there. You can't, you can't yeah, freeze your way through it. Get some fucking edamame or something. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Pizza uh, hey Chris, holidays. I've, I've, I've googled um, Takeshi uh, Kasau, the uh, the bloke who is on this CD. Um, he's he's basically a voice actor who had a crack at singing by the looks of things. Uh, he's been around since 1987, uh, and he vo- vo- voiced oh. Trunks in Dragon Ball Z. Trunks. <laughs> Actually, he's, he's done loads. He's done loads of characters in, in Guilty Gear. <laughs> Um. Yeah, loads of stuff. Warriors Orochi. Remember Warriors Orochi? People were talking about that so much in the past. I think. What the devil's I think that? I, did a, I think I did a voiceover for IGN for bloody or something Orochi anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> interesting. Kind of did you interesting. Do any, didn't do any voiceover for Gates of Tsushima, did he? That would have been amazing. I didn't know. I did one. Aww. I did one for a um a pirating game for Ubisoft uh, recently. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Which, wait, oh, which fun. one? Enjoyed it. Uh, Skull and Bones, baby. Oh, what did you have to do? It's awesome. Just to, no, I wasn't in it. I was just oh. doing the promo voice. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah, sorry, promo was, uh, voice. I thought you'd, you'd hear you voice. as a pirate. Pirate sorry, P. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cracking. Well, I mean, the script did have stuff like about, like, talking, doing jokes about, like, Tottenham Hotspur. And I thought, I mean, I thought, we can't put that in. <laughs> it's supposed to be pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep with that in. <laughs> <laughs> my lord, my god. Yeah. Keep your stories, questions, comments coming into Broad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, still over again. Hopefully, my cough will be gone and I can talk a bit more mm. properly then. But for now, have yourself yeah. a great few days. And we'll see you right back here. Do it over again on the Broad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi.、Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.